Yes. <laughs> that, that's not the intro right here. Okay. Welcome to That Guy's Maniac, the podcast. We are a podcast about video games. My name is Richie. With me, as always, is Farley. Say hello. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, yeah, say ho, ho. Okay, okay, cool. Um, what else? Oh, socials. We have a website, which is www.thatguys.co.uk. You can also catch us on most of the social sites at That Guy's a Maniac. All one word, lowercase. Um, Farley, season three, do the thing. Tell me a quote. Let me try and guess it. First of all, we have we all have a Merry Christmas, readers. This is definitely being recorded in 2022. Before Christmas, the snow is in the air. Um, and I have a video, a festive video game quote. A festive video game quote. Okay, okay go for it, go for it. It's not, it's not festive. <laughs> Are you ready? Like, I've got three, three parts if you get stuck. The first one is move along. Oh, do I know this game first of all? Yes, definitely. Is it when you click on the Torrens in Warcraft 3? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, okay, give me the second quote. Keep moving. Is it when you click on the Torrens in Warcraft 3? <laughs> no. <laughs> For long. Keep Move moving. On. Keep moving. Oh, see, it's definitely ringing bells. Mm-hmm. Move along. Move along. Keep moving. Is it a side-scroller? It is not a side-scroller. see where that thought process comes from. Yeah. Move along. Is it, a, like, a tactical RPG thing. It is a... Uh, isometric tactical RPG oh. type jobby. Of course I know what it is. Is it Syndicate? Or Syndicate Wars? It is Syndicate or Syndicate Wars, yes. Yes. <laughs> oh, yeah, I could just hear it. Just suddenly, yeah, awesome. Brilliant. Because you hear it. Yeah, it just, it just plays right ambiently in the background. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but it's also in the intro on the Amiga version. So I remember um, I got Syndicate Wars on the PlayStation, my first PlayStation game actually, and because my mate had been ranting and raving about it on the Amiga, um, but then there was some controversy. At the time, this would have been like a controversy around yeah, yeah, my, yeah, yeah. my mates at secondary school, so probably not a national happening. About the difference between the intros, uh, and he thought that the the intro to the Amiga version was amazing. Uh, and so I've been trying to look it up, uh, and I can't. I can only find the Amiga version. And um, I remember watching it at the time. Oh man, this is so cool! It looks so it's so bad now. Yeah. Um, but the concept's quite cool. It's it's somebody who who's happy chip is failing, uh, and then it's just guys in trench coats doing machine guns. Yeah. Yeah. PlayStation ones. Mm, there's no. I mean, it's so ridiculous. It looks like when there's this guy who gets shot. With a minigun, but it looks like someone's throwing a tomato. <laughs> I mean, those were like the 3D rendered cartoons mm. that you used mm. to get. Not even like nowadays where you put the body suits and stuff like that. That was just genuine, pretty much stop motion, but using 3D um, clay models. Yeah, and I, I know we talked about it before, but it, it, oh, I just find it so fascinating how. I, when I watched that at the time, thinking like, "Oh, it's so hyper-realistic." <laughs> yes. <laughs> no, you look at it. Like, how was we? How were we duped by that? It, it's just interesting to be. I guess it's when you're on the curve of how things are changing, right? Um, and just the, the fucked up way your memory kind of remembers these things as as being perfect. I remember uh, reading 
I was reading something very good. Awesome. And they were saying, you know, when they saw the name, what was the horse in Majora's Mask? Not uh, Ocarina of Time. Opuna, Ipona. Yep. And so, you know, when they saw that, it was like, this is, this is, yeah. how are they ever going to make a better video game? I mean, I totally, I'm, I'm with you. It's just like, it's the most perfect. Looking at the N64, and you're just like, yeah. horse that there ever was. Yeah. It cannot be bettered. And it's just like, yeah, you you accept the flaws. You like you see, oh yeah, yeah. I understand that this, you know, this horse has to have boxes on it. You know, <laughs> angles. Yeah, angles. yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, but that you you forgive it. Like it is um, one hundred percent. You know, like this is fine. This is great because it is the best looking horse ever, and it technically yeah. was the best looking computer generated, playable, rideable horse at that point. You know. Yeah. But it. There's, there's something funny about how that how that registers in the memory, and then looking back in it, it just obviously looks very bad, yeah. very dated. I guess you're right. At the time, it was the best. Blah blah blah. Whatever. But uh, yeah, I think I think I think it's some it's some smoothing of the corners that your memory does to it. Yes. Particularly because the boxes on the angles. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> literally <laughs> smoothing of the corners. Yeah, yeah, but also metaphorically. And I think it's because it, certainly for games you like, you have such a high engagement of it. Yeah. That it that it really does funny things in the in your memory space. Um. Yeah, it makes you makes you remember it completely differently, but not too differently. If you know, it's, you know, it's not like it's not like I loaded up the the intro to the syndicate intro and I was like, oh, that's different to how I remembered it. It's exactly how I remembered it, but I just remembered it being better. Yeah, <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, rose tinted yeah. is all rose rose. <coughs> excuse me, rose tinted, uh, and it's yeah, it's just. There are, are several games you just need to go back in with low expectations on. Yeah. You know, you just need I'm, to be able to, yeah. I'm super interested in when um, Goldeneye comes to the yeah. N64. I mean, I remember how, how bad they were as well. Like, those were spindly square guys, and some of them had faces that were supposed to be Roger Moore or whatever. But honestly, unless somebody told you, you wouldn't be able to tell who that was supposed to be. Oh, is that Sean Bean? Alright, okay. And basically all he has is a sort of a angular face plate that has a skin on it, you know, that says, yeah. I am Sean Bean, you know? It basically it's like a Roblox character. Yeah, or uh, the old Quake models. Do you, do you ever Did you ever do Quake skinning or anything like that? No, the, well, the only skinning I got into was in the Sims. Sims Deluxe, I remember doing that. Oh, like on the PC or...? Yeah, on the PC where, you know, you, you, you look at this hellish... Uh, you know, because they, they unfold it into... Yeah, where... it is absolutely hellish. It's like straight <laughs> out of Hellraiser. It's like yeah. this skin has been stretched on hooks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> tanning this person's skin. And then it, and then it you know, magically folds into... Um, at the time, a fairly realistic look, or you know, whatever you were trying to make. Um, so yeah, I spent loads of time uh, on the Sims Deluxe making custom. I think it was just for the. I think it was just for the Sims. Uh, so it wasn't. You couldn't do the furniture and stuff. I could be wrong. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I, my point was exactly the same for Quake. You know, like you do get these stretched out, disgusting models, and I, I remember. I didn't even play Quake that much, but um, <laughs> I was very, very excited by the online skinning um, community. Weird, <laughs> yeah, skinning community. yeah, it really does actually. Yeah. Skinning and tanning, human yeah. leather workers. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. the bidden leather guild. Yeah, but yeah, um... <coughs> excuse me. Um, yeah, I just remember like being, like looking at all of these skins over and over, and like the same for the Sims. Also, 
um, a game called Freedom Force. I think we talked about Freedom Force before. You talked about. I've talked about Freedom Force before because the the skinning community, which is still very very abundant for it, um, is basically about because they were all meant to be comic book heroes. It's about yeah. changing them into the comic book heroes they were meant to be parodies of. Yeah. So you've got like Captain America and Iron Man and yeah. all these people in there to replace the other ones. Do you know what I feel like just talking about the, these uh, old communities? Um, I feel really sad, really sorry for the people who, you know, perhaps if we, if we believe in the fact that there are geniuses, innate geniuses, and some people, you know, are geniuses, but their their um, forum in which their geniuses are, you know, the the peak of their artistic creativity is making like me's that look like other things. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and sadly, that medium, you know, just just over time, went from you know you had a you had a forum to express that, and now it's virtually non-existent. It's the same as you know it's the, some of the skin people. You look at it. It's Animal Crossing is another good one as well, right? Um, since the N64, you had really limited tools to create canvases and they create everything. And some people are just fucking good at you. Know, you just look at it and go, oh man, I just don't have, the, I don't have the, either the patience or the intelligence to work out, you know, how I need to to break this down or pixelate it, or especially with the skins we were talking about, how, yeah. how you work out how that looks like a decent thing once it's wrapped around a. A 3D model. Yeah, no, you definitely, definitely can. You, you, you're, you're going to be stuck in this weird sort of limbo of loading something up. Because I remember that as well. It's like you would make a skin. Yeah. You then need to load it up, and then see your character in 3D like walk up to a mirrored object of yeah. some kind. You know. Oh, the face is in the wrong place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> or it's just one giant face. Yeah. With, like eyes coming out of his shoulders. You know. <laughs> You're like, oh shit! How did that happen? Uh, yeah, I want to do that. I want to. I want to create a, an exhibition, maybe for like the National Video Game Museum, about about the world's most amazing artists in these extremely niche mediums. Yeah, which have now just completely vanished. Do you remember? Um, <laughs> do you remember Kev? No. You must remember Kev. Back in the days when we used to chat on MSN during work. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> there was always Kev. The guy who hated um, Nintendo and was always about like PC controls and all that sort of stuff. He uh, used to do um, skins for lots yeah. of games, but he would do um, Kiss skins. Oh god! I mean that, that, <laughs> that combination of things. People who like Kiss. There's definitely yeah. If you're in the part of the Venn diagram. That overlaps with likes kiss. I'm probably not going to be friends with you. <laughs> and kiss gets everywhere. Yeah. How many games are kissing? So many. I and they were in so many. Yeah. Yeah. And they paid for so many because it was just advertising, free money. Free, free money. Yeah. For games. Yeah. Weird. It is weird, but there. I mean, the Kiss fans are super diehard. Mm. Like I remember, uh, I went to an exhibition. This is very, very, really, really tenuously not even slightly related to video games Merry, anymore. Merry Christmas, everybody! Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> I went to uh, an exhibition, and it was basically mm -hmm. about a guy who, over the course of a year, walked yeah. the length of a river. And as he was going along the river, he met different people. Um, and he was sort of like camping out and he would stay at people's houses and stuff like that. But he was doing a photojournalism of it. Right, yeah. And one uh, woman that he met, she was like so psycho for Paul Stanley, lead singer of um, uh, yes. Kiss. Her ambition is basically to have Paul Stanley's kid in any way possible. <laughs> like fishing. Fishing his tissues out of the bin and Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh god. Like any way possible. Uh -huh. So like um but yeah, 
the place he was staying, everything was Kiss. Yeah. Everything. There was like ceiling to floor framed yeah. pictures of like Kiss posters, Paul Stanley, probably one of those, you know, humping pillows in yeah. our bed, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I forget what they're called. They've got a name. <laughs> Everyone knows that's what you actually do. The yeah, humping pillows, yeah. <laughs> what are they called? The begins with a D. Uh, <laughs> everything begins with a D. Character pillows, those? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway. Um... The thing is, with Kiss... Because they were never good. <laughs> In my opinion. They have, like... I just they... never got it. I just yeah. never got the appeal. The music wasn't great. The motion <coughs> pick was, you know, with the, the tongues and the makeup. was just, eh. Nah. I didn't hate some Kiss songs, and I have definitely... Name a Kiss song that I might know. Um, Shout it out loud. Is that... Uh, mm. Can you sing it? No. Okay, then no. I'm not yeah. ringing any bells. Um, what else? I mean, they have tons. God gave rock and roll to you. Okay. Is yeah. that Kiss? Uh, yeah, that was Kiss, but <laughs> um, it was also Bill and Ted at the end of Bogus Journey. Yeah. Yeah, that's why so you I know think, it. That's. <laughs> I think their version was probably better. <coughs> well, it was Kiss. Um, but you okay? Yeah. Sound like you're dying. Um, I got a cold uh, during Christmas. It's definitely 2022. Um, and this, I have. A li- now. I during have now. a lit. <laughs> in the future, you got you got a cold during the future. During okay. the now, during the. Um, yeah. and uh, basically, this is the remnants of my cold. Uh-huh. Um, I couldn't talk yesterday. And I was oh, like, okay. oh shit! It's a good job I'm not doing a podcast or anything like that. Yeah. Um, I'm basically I'm fine, except if I talk too much. So yeah, great, fantastic, good job, good time to do a podcast, Richie. Thankfully, uh, what's your telling like? God gave rock and roll to you is a 1973 song by the British band Argent. Is it really? And Kiss just covered it in the 90s, yeah. Um, okay. Well, there you go. Yes. Yeah. I thought I might have to concede that being interested in Kiss. Look, listen, I don't want to gatekeep, and especially don't want to gatekeep Kiss. Who has got time for that? I'm yeah. just saying, I don't get it. Um, I, don't, I don't get why Kiss specifically, and it is known for it, right, has this mad fan base. These people who follow them around, these people who decorate their houses, these people who want, in, in a way that other bands just never had, or I don't know. Yeah. Not no, I think other, other bands do. I think people do get madly um fanatic mm-hmm. you know put putting the fan in fanatic although i think that is technically where the word comes from isn't it yeah yeah it. yeah okay um Listen, nice segue into <laughs> <laughs> really, really excited for uh christmas um and christmas video games because uh they're mostly developed by uh white western christians uh, yeah has a lot of uh, <laughs> video lots of christmas shit in video games right but we didn't yeah. just want to talk about christmas shit everybody's done that what we want to talk about is video games what we want to talk about with kiss skins and uh <laughs> the intro to syndicate and uh, <laughs> the skinning community in 1990s <laughs> Uh, the games which give us Christmas memories. So they might not necessarily be because you know. We, we let's cover it. Um, are you playing many games currently? Christmas twenty twenty two. Uh, yeah, I've been going through a few of them. Yeah. And do any of them have like you know Christmas no, skins no, no, no. or? Oh, at the moment, I'm playing Warframe, and you know you can decorate your thing with Christmas and there's various Christmas costumes. Yeah, uh, Pokemon Masters. There's a seasonal Christmassy thing. All these games as a service have you know Christmas yes. or ho- holiday. World of Warcraft has the, the Winter Veil vale, um, yeah, yeah, thing yeah. going on. Yeah. Um, 
But we're not just talking about those things. Uh, we want to. We're not. We're talking about the games which, which take us back. To yeah. Christmasy feeling. Either you know the games we got at a Christmas, or I remember getting at Christmas, or sitting around playing at Christmas. So that's how we're going to end the year, <clears throat> twenty twenty-two. This year, this current year. I mean, this website. Yeah, this website. This podcast goes out in like a few days' time. It yeah. is going to be twenty twenty-three. I think I think we can do- drop the charade. <laughs> okay. This is the Christmas episode we didn't do before Christmas. No. <laughs> um, well, I suppose one thing I wanted to sort of. Or, it's, really, it's really hard to generate a festive feeling, you know. Yeah. On the second of January. And, uh, yeah, I know, it's, and it's hard. It's like there are there are still people like. You will still see people wearing like Santa hats or yeah. Christmas jumpers still, yeah. and you're just kind of like, "Oh, come on, no. don't beat a dead horse," you know. <laughs> All that build-up, months of build-up. I think uh, I had Christmas songs in the supermarket like September. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a local department's big-name department store near me had a whole like Christmas tree section. I don't in, think uh... I think you can name them. I think it's fine. <laughs> No, I don't want to give them free advertising. Alright, advertising. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> cool, cool. Uh, yeah. But yeah, it's, and anyway, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, do you have any Christmas memories, games, video games, Christmas? I think, I mean, Christmas for me has generally been a time where I got new video games. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the same for you. Mm, yes. <coughs> I'll talk about it later. Yeah, I mean, I think every major video game system that I have got um, was around Christmas, yeah. So I think, thinking back, the first one that I got was the Commodore 64. Mm-hmm. And I was uh, I was actually a latecomer to the Commodore 64. I, I shouldn't have got a Commodore 64. It was way past... You know, it's like end of generation before generations were really a thing. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've been there on a couple of systems, and sometimes, sometimes it's a good place to be, right? Because all the games are cheap, everything's out. Yep. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I got a C sixty four quite late on, and I got it for Christmas. Um. But of course, me being me, there was a bit of drama as well. Um, because I got the C64 to join in with my friends who all had Commodore 64s and I'd played the Render House and stuff like that. But the Commodore 64 I got, the sound didn't work. Um, and I was a lad and I was so happy to finally have a games console, technically my first one. Um, I didn't tell my mum. <laughs> I basically just kind of stayed quiet. Because I didn't want it to be returned. I was just like, oh. Is this why you you still listen, play games without the sound? Well, no, no, I don't think there's any deep-seated thing. But basically, I ended up actually telling my mum. And then, as New Year came around, because obviously all the video uh, game shops were shut and things like that, it wasn't until after New Year's that I got a refund, a replacement repair so it was it was it was weird it was kind of like i got this for christmas and then i had to give it back but they had to like send it off for repair and yeah. couldn't give me a new one straight away and so it was kind of like oh i got it but now i need to wait another two weeks and two weeks when you're what what 12 is a, an eternity you know <laughs> when you're 12 and it's school holidays yeah 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 that's forever that's three months yeah yeah exactly yeah I was, it's, you may as is, well. Is my Commodore 64 back yet, Mum? <laughs> Maybe we can go to the shop and ask <laughs> them. Nah, it isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, that that was that is. So, so your Christmas memory is not having a Commodore, Commodore 64. 64. Essentially, yes. <laughs> or just stroking the box. 
looking at screenshots. <laughs> exactly. Looking at my Commodore 64 magazines that I bought because yeah, I was all yeah, excited. Yeah. And yeah. it had the free tapes on the front of it as well. Oh. Just thinking, how great will it be when I can finally play it, you know? Yeah, arranging the tapes. Yeah. Well, I mean, that technically is my first video game memory for Christmas, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? I don't really have... Yeah, for some reason, I don't really have... We, I mean, like you, I think like everybody of our generation, age, and, and social status, uh, you're, you would get the consoles at Christmas because they were a huge purchase, um, and that's when you get your games. But I think we were... It wasn't like a Methodist house, but it, I really don't remember it. I think it was like, you know, you, you, you get it for Christmas, but you're not just sitting playing video games on the, on the main TV, right? Because you only had one TV back in those days. Um, and, you know, all the cliches about your mum and dad getting angry at you because they thought that if you were playing the computer on the TV, it messed up the phone line or the internet or whatever. So I don't, I don't associate playing video games with Christmas because I think we just got them and then it was only after all the festivities died down that we'd actually, we'd actually play them. So, yeah, although I think I have a lot of Christmas memories when the Wii came out um, because that was the first time I can remember where everyone was playing, you know, it was like the thing for the whole family to do. Uh, the Wii, okay, okay. Yeah, so we, for a couple of years around, you know, the high, it would be get together and play Wii Sports. Yeah, or, yeah. Or, or Mario Kart, you know, everyone's got playing a melange of uh, using the steering wheel and the nunchuck. <laughs> yes. And then the second party, third party controller. Uh, <laughs> I'm a launch. You're so right. I remember going around to people's house and people were just randomly playing Mario Kart, and because it was was it four player or eight player? It was four oh. player. Like people were just joining in, doing what they could, you know. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. Now the Wii was quite a good one for that one for the the social jumping in and doing stuff. Yeah, and it, it felt kind of spe- <laughs> a little bit special because uh, you know growing up as as quite a quite a nerdy kid um it's just impossible to explain you know st- there was still a lot of social stigma around computer games and video games and whatnot and so for all of a sudden just to see everybody you know hey here's a thing that we all want to do you know a yeah weird thing that you've been engaging in, and just as a natural thing you know it could have been like this all the time just as a normal part of life sadly it kind of completely went away with the with the Wii, right? Um, um Yeah. I think yeah, people, I think it uh, just, just had <clears throat> it as the Wii Sports um what's the dancing just dance Guitar Hero as well. Guitar Everybody Hero. had Guitar yeah. Hero the, yeah. And then once that you know once that That wave of plastic toys <laughs> Yeah. That was it. Uh, yeah, that, <coughs> and I, I guess it wasn't really wasn't really capitalised on either with them. Um, you know, it was just too much. Sing Star, sh- Sing Star as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was just too much shovelware. Trying to capitalise on Wii Sports without being. You know, I remember like Carnival Games, um, and so I think people pick these up. You know, oh look, hey look, here's something else for us to play instead of playing Wii Sports endlessly. Put it on. Obviously tragic, right? Just tragic. <laughs> Not that same magic experience. No. And then, which led to you know the Wii's gathering dust and, and, and eventually being consigned to the attic or whatever. But yeah, for that magical period where Christmas was the family playing games together and having fun and you know, grandma beasting everybody at bowling or you know <laughs> beating everyone at golf and um. Yeah, it was uh, it was a fun it was a fun time, but sadly it didn't stick. I think stick. Yeah, it didn't stick as you know. And no, 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 this no. is this is what we do. Yeah, no, I mean, the, the, occasionally yes. we still do bust the Wii out, uh, and me and um, me and my nephew have a yearly Mario Kart competition. Huh, cool. But 
Yeah, that you are very right. That that zeitgeist seemed to infect like the a bigger population than uh, than everyone else. But everything disappeared. There isn't such a thing as couch co-op really anymore, as we've no. discussed before, because everything is about being online. And of course, we had a pandemic, which just makes people not want to handle. Or Passover, <laughs> uh, sweaty, grey um, controllers to each other. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It's very strange. Uh, I was reading uh, end of year roundup, um, and uh, Wing Jammers Two was on the list of the top ten games. Whatever organization that was doing their top ten, and they they kind of lamented that you know games like wing jammers 2 absolutely are best played couch co-op but very few games these days are yeah but uh, yeah so i think with the weird it was just this magical confluence of um it's easy to pick up and play really easy to pick up and play fundamentally the cuteness of you know making your own me and then oh that looks like me um and then it being like the trendy things you know i remember the news coverage of you know oh, there's a wee the queen's got a wee and there's a wee <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. white house and various films it was time. really really yeah the, the, it was properly pushed into yeah. the public focus and uh advertised well i, I remember i got one of the last wees before christmas as well I, and I got it for me. It wasn't yeah. even a, a gift. Um, <laughs> I was quite happy to, to sort of like get hold of that. And it's only because uh, one of my friends knew like somebody at the store and says, yeah, we, we have a, a bunch that we keep behind the counter. Mm. you know, And you can have one since you're a good guy. Not me, but mate. Um, <laughs> but yeah. That, that's yeah it's a it's a weird one and i don't think that can ever really be recaptured especially not at the price point of like consoles nowadays yeah i do you know what? i think i think connect also helped make that go away so <laughs> 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 they're very much advertised as a similar kind of you know yeah hey, yeah same and yeah then, yeah yeah and it just wasn't and it was expensive and it's finickety and it's fiddly and it was games were shit yeah yeah uh, they really it wasn't were wasn't as wasn't as pick up and play and, and so i think yeah i think it just tainted yeah. the whole right oh uh, it really was just like that one and exactly the same thing with playstation move as well yeah and the vr yeah which is why you reminded me when you talked about price point because you know every now and then like, mm. you know now that vr is pretty much dead again um is it worth <laughs> is it worth picking up you know some of the Top, yeah, top of the form thing, but no, it's still, it's still really expensive to just get a basic VR setup. Well, the the meta one is super cheap. Like, I think it, the price point comes in at like two hundred. It's really expensive for a for a screen for like an hour. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for an hour, yeah. For like a really fun afternoon, but. But yeah, because Facebook they got Oculus, but yeah, the, it's weird. The Meta one has um, a special disclaimer in it, mm. uh, which says that after end of service, the the device is allowed to become non-functional. So it's weird. Uh, it's um, basically they could decide that you're no longer allowed to use this uh, the headset. I think yeah. obviously because it must pump into every algorithm exactly how you move your head and walk around or whatever um, and something along those lines. But yeah, it's weird because yeah, like you can get the Valve one, but that's a, it's a grand. So the price point of the Meta one is pretty pretty good but, to be yeah. honest. Well, yeah, but it's it's too confusing right and it, which is i think again part of the wii success why a wii in a box it comes with these sports you plug it in it's fun 
And then if VR was trying to do the same thing, which I don't think they were, right? The whole nature of the of the experience is you're sitting there alone. I mean, there are some fun things that work on that. One person can see something and, and someone else sees something else. Like the, there's that bomb diffusion game. But it just became too confusing. Too many versions of too many things. Yep. And if you've got this, you have to buy this and this and this. And then um, similar to where we are with uh, these, you know, with the iterations of consoles rather than the next number. You know, oh, here's a game which works on this part. Oh, here's a game which benefits from being on this one. Or here's... And it's just, you know, just all of that faffiness just drives people away. I had a friend who um, was saying, look, I'm looking at getting a Switch um, for my children, but I know yeah. nothing about the Nintendo ecosystem. You know, can you give us an idiot's guide to it? And I, you know, I'm a huge fan of the Switch. Really, really love that device. I, but I started doing it. Oh, fucking hell, this is so complicated. <laughs> well, you need a Nintendo account to get the best of it, um, which is different to your kind of, you know, your other account. And then his, there's two tiers of subscription fees. Like, oh, God, this isn't just... No, no, I don't. into your TV, and then that's it, you're done. I mean, it's actually quite complicated. Well, to, as, you know, to as you want who, to... To somebody who, you know, doesn't know anything about anything yeah. and is setting it up on Christmas Day, um, yeah, to get the to get the most out of it. Yeah, if yeah, to get the most out of it, that's I think that's an important part there. I had to do something similar, but you just you dumb it down and say, yeah, there's the console, there's the games. They also have a digital marketplace. You can um, do more online, and they have different levels. But your main thing you need is the Switch console and the games and another controller. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, <laughs> Christmas! <laughs> I also got an Amiga 1200 for my Christmas. Oh, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know how, yeah, thanks. Right, how did that go? <laughs> did, that, did that have sound? Yes, it did have sound. Um, yeah, so sweet. Um, we had we talked about the Amiga twelve hundred. You remember? Yeah, I, I I told you I bought we, it from a magazine. Yeah, everyone could listen to us googling which uh, which box bundle we got. Yes, <laughs> nostalgia over. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, yeah. So the one of the bundles that I got was one with like, um, I think eighty bits of software. Mm-hmm. And so they had the, oh god, I can't even remember. It, it there was a, um, it was an art deluxe thing. Paint deluxe. Paint, yeah, paint deluxe, and it had like Tutankhamun, um, on the front of the box. Yeah, yeah, I got that um, as one of them. However, the the, the weird thing that happened with this is it arrived before Christmas. Um. And then there was a brief, right, you know, since my mum again, sort of saying to me, you know you're getting this for your Christmas, we need to check through that everything is here. Mm-hmm. The one thing that wasn't there was this Tutankhamun mm-hmm. uh, paint deluxe, yeah. whatever it was. Um, so there, <laughs> my mum ended up having to phone this company. Um, and get another copy of it sent out separately because it mm-hmm. wasn't included. Another box arrived, which actually had a few of them um, that I hadn't spotted that were there in the package. So there was basically a separate uh, consignment um, with the extra things, including mm-hmm. that. And then they sent another version of paint. Deluxe. So I basically had two Tutankhamuns. It's a good story, isn't it? <laughs> we we used to play Paint Deluxe. I think um, so I know. Even last, last Christmas or the, or the time before, you bought you bought me the um, uh, Bitmap Brothers Amiga yeah. book, uh, and the section on Paint Deluxe is um, uh, amazing. 
So it's all these, again, going back to what I was saying earlier about these people who are just top artists in these forgotten mediums. So things like the Tutankhamun mask and some of the other stuff they used in all the advertising for these packages. Um, there's a little bit of history about the artists who made them. You know, one of them is like this, just this reclusive woman who would just crank out this absolutely amazing artwork. Um, you know, other people way beyond obsolescence, you know, somehow kept their Amiga going or emulated so that they could run paint yeah. because it was such an amazing program. And, you know, there's various things you'd be surprised to hear were, were like run through um, uh, Paint Deluxe. Yeah. Uh, it, it, and I just remember we he used the stencils, one of which was the Tutankhamun, whatever it is, Katush. Uh, and one was like um, a townhouse. So you could like, like um, stamp a whole series of townhouses to make a street scene. And then you know, my brother <laughs> would draw like, we take it in turns to draw stick man. <laughs> it's like, here's my stick man on the front porch. Here's my stick man who's pissing on his head. Here's my stick man who's on the other house. The Here's my stick man who's in, in a blimp above bombing the house. Here's my stick man. Who, yeah, we, we play. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm with you. I, I used to love like all of these crazy. Um, what's it called? Um, sort of applications as opposed to actual games and yeah. I would sit and I would love it like I remember the, I, I'm not sure if it was Paint Deluxe or not but there was one program it's Deluxe Paint right? Deluxe Paint that was it yeah yeah Deluxe Paint yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I'm not sure if it was Deluxe Paint or not but there was um, a program on the Amiga which allowed you to render 3D I mean in fact it's probably called 3D Render Pro um, <laughs> but I, I used to sit there and you would like you would make a donut yeah. and then you could make a tube or you could make a cube <laughs> or a pyramid I know exactly what you're talking about and it's like floating in a 3D space right very yeah. silvery yeah, 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 yeah. and you could add colours uh -huh. and, and it would be in this sort of um, what's the word I'm looking for uh it's not it's not rendered it's just um sort of boxes and it's got pretend sort of shapes with all of the vectors in them yeah yeah uh, so it's just our outlines outlines of all of the polygons in it and stuff like that and you could look at a donut and see that it has a million and you could like pull one and make a donut which has this great big long thin hair that comes out of it you know <laughs> um and then the fun part was once you made your 3D arrangement, you could then render it. So you yeah. would go there and you would click render. You would wait half an hour <laughs> for the Amiga to churn out and think about it. And you come back and you see your image of like a pink donut with a hair out of it. And you're like, ah, no way, did a thing. <laughs> Isn't that brilliant? I've genuinely had fun. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and yeah, it was like, that that's that, this is lost youth, youth, you know, like I'm sure there, you know. I'm sure there are generations of graphic, you know, uh, computer graphic people, uh, digital artists who who you know were started off with these these one of the you know eighty different software applications, um, just fiddling around with them. Yeah, which we don't get these days, right? So it's all just. Is your video games console? Yeah. And not these wacky applications. Yeah. I, I, I like. I guess that's the difference between it being sort of like a home computer, you know, that you plugged into your telly, as opposed to a Nintendo or a Master mm. System or probably SNES at that time. Yeah. 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 But, you know, I remember <coughs> when uh, we got our first proper desktop PC and internet modem uh, and spending hours on Encarta um, the Musée d'Orsay oh like even just the operating oh, system that was the stuff that I, <laughs> yeah like I would just be so excited about getting Windows 3.1.1 <laughs> or, or even like, Amiga Workbench yeah. like like, I was so excited when Amiga Power brought out their own version of Amiga Workbench, and it was, like, the best, you know? And it was, like, 
it did. It launched quicker, you know, than any other Amiga Workbench. You're just like, no way. This is a free disc on a magazine. <laughs> and it's the best. And there was, like, there's no tracking. There's no ads in there. There's no other way they were paying for this. Somebody just made the best OS for Amiga and put it out for free. <laughs> <laughs> you know, listen, I was reading a, I was reading an interview, another good interview from somewhere I can't remember, um, and uh, Slash may have seen it, like swipe past something online, um, but they were saying how kids these days, young kids these days, have no idea about uh, like um, network pathways and you know where your files are stored and the fact that yeah. they are stored in folders because. They never have to, or because they've they've been brought up on phones, we don't really have to do that kind of thing. Um, so yeah, following on from what we were saying about you know, well, and Max these, these days, yeah, no Max these days you don't play around with the deluxe paint or even have you know workbench. So the fact that it's on those some of those early you know the Amigas and Commodores, you basically had to use you had to know how to use the OS to do anything. Yeah. Um, Whereas these days it, it all just magically happens. And... But but that's the thing. It's like using the OS, we were actually we were playing, we were having fun and learning in a safe environment. Yeah. We were playing, and yeah. it was yeah, it's so yeah. weird that that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I, you know, I remember doing <clears throat> silly things like you know, oh, if you go and change this line of code, it, it enters a cheat, or if you want to, you know, instead of producing these sprites if you fiddle with this file here it'll produce these or if you want to play your own music in the game here's where you know all of that stuff which um because you want to do it through fun or showing your mates cool things you end up working out how the actual things work oh the good old days yeah hmm is there any okay? Is there any games that you got specifically around Christmas that you remember and enjoy? No, no. Really. I mean, I would have got them all at Christmas, but there's nothing I remember being at. Hey, Christmas! This is my Christmas game. Yeah. I remember getting Ocarina of Time. Hmm. That was a good Christmas gift. Probably the game that I played a lot more of. That is World of Warcraft. But then were you were you allowed to, you know, Christmas morning you open your presents? Because it's very much in our house, it's like, if you get a game, you can't play it. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, it was... You're not just fucking up, you're not just fucking up upstairs, or <laughs> yeah. dominating the um, living room TV whilst everyone's around, so you have to wait until after Christmas. Oh, God, no, 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 it's, it's like, Christmas was done by about 10 in the morning. <laughs> yeah. And then the rest of the day, I was just like waiting for my mum to cook dinner so I would play games. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah, so that's, that's a little bit different. But, like, I used to go out on Christmas Day or Christmas night, go out clubbing. <laughs> it's actually quite, quite a sad thing as well. <laughs> I remember... <laughs> I remember... Because the club was actually quite full as well. But mm. I remember um, one year... It was Christmas Day, um, and like, I think it was you had to wear one piece of white uh, to get in for free on Christmas Day for mm -hmm. the club. So I wore white jeans. Yeah, white jeans. That's that's a that's a statement, you know. I mean why did you even have? How did you even have white jeans? I, I, I they must have been new because I, I guarantee me as a human being could not keep jeans white for more than a few minutes. You know? Yeah. Uh, uh, it's just thing. Did you have like a boy band phase? I mean, I think everyone in the nineties did. Like, I look at pictures of myself in the nineties, and I've got that stupid, you know, the the curtains hairdo, mm. the McDonald's we all, thing. I mean, we all had it. Yeah, we all had it. Yeah, yeah and um, I used to wear an open shirt over a t-shirt. I mean, I still do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, and like, I, I got all my clothes from The Madhouse. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which is just like, of awful, awful garish colours. 
they'd just been like clearly done in a sweatshop shop because they were mm-hmm. reduced price and stuff like that. Yeah. How the hell did we get into this? You think? <laughs> he used to go to the club on Christmas Day. <laughs> where did that come from? No. Oh right, yeah, Christmas morning, sad, whether you could play games. Christmas. Yes. Yeah, sad Christmas. <laughs> sad. Depress the readers, Richie. Why not? Yeah. 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 Um. Was that, was that you had to wear a piece of white story going anywhere? Or, or... No, that that is literally it. We should probably move <laughs> on to actual video games at Christmas. Yeah. Um. I got Ocarina of Time. I think that's about it, really. (laughs) (laughs) Too long long didn't read of this episode. (laughs) One year, I got Ocarina of Time. Merry Christmas. (laughs) And a happy new year. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. Oh right, okay. Uh, well, I think I think that that's as much as we're gonna have about our yeah, Christmas memories. You really have great. pretty much none, and um, I have <clears throat> shit stories. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good, good one to listen back to. I think. Yeah, right. Okay, Farley, that guy's a maniac. Um. Oh my God, I can't see, got that. Uh, massive EMP registering in Sector G2. Keep moving. Merry Christmas, everybody.